everyone, welcome to Animation Nation. I am your host, Prime Time here, here with the latest news around animation and pop culture. Hopefully, everyone is having a wonderful day, no matter where you are around the world. Let's get started with your daily news. Now, our first latest news comes from CartoonRoof.com that Cartoon Network is getting back into live action with the with the blessing of the audiences. With the new um the uh, with the new exception of the new former um, I wouldn't say president, but the new person who's in charge of Cartoon Network, with you know, has been made the live action shows, but the pa- within the past, with never with a huge success at the time. Tom Ashman, we see the upcoming president who's going to be in charge of Cartoon Network, said that it will be coming, it will be committing to the medium under his leadership. For some of his colleagues, he added that the producing anything other than cartoons felt like a bump. But when they ran the idea of live action shows of Cartoon Network by viewers, they embraced the idea of without a blink. Live action is partly a way to reach reach more girls. Now, Ashman's data shows that that girls age out of the out of animation earlier than boys, before returning to it as an, as young adults. Live action shows like the recent announced family mashup from Hannah Montana creator Michael Pro, Michael Promise. Or Prorius, where greenlit with that in mind, animation that does a stronger job of showing girls is also on the cards. Now, let me give me a few thoughts on this situation. It exploded once we heard the news that Cartoon Network is thinking of doing live action shows. This is gonna be the first one called Family Mashup, and it's good thing they mentioned before that Cartoon Network did this before. There was an era back in 2008 where they had live action shows. Like, do what would happen. Destroy, build, destroy. Hole in the wall. Bobby says. I think it was just, I think there was another one called, um, like, Riot Rush or something like that. I don't remember. It was like it was like a show where a person asks a trivia question to random people while they're riding a roller coaster. I thought it was an interesting concept. Then there's shows like Level Up and then there's Power Tip or whatever. Not gonna lie. As a kid, those shows are pretty boring. I don't know why Cartoon Network did that. I mean, I think there was a time when they had a new CEO. Not CEO, the new president of Cartoon Network at the time, and he decided, hey, let's bring back live action shows. You bring live action shows, basically. And then they did. And it went a full fucking disaster. It went a huge disaster. To the point where the, view, the ratings tanked. It only lasted for like two years until Adventure Time came along and it brought back the network basically and it had the Cartoon Renaissance. And all shows follow suit with that. Now, the thing I want to say is that it's a big risk because first of all, let's get the obvious out of the way. You guys do realize your network is called Cartoon Network. Cartoon emphasis on the word cartoon. Now, there was a time where they had a movie slash show called Out of Jimmy's Head. And it was a show that has a combination between live action and animation. It was not that bad, but the same thing was kind of boring. Not gonna lie. I guess they can do that anyway, but keep in mind, this is the because Cartoon Network, when it first started by by um, Ted Turner once he bought all the properties of Hanna-Barbera and uh, 
other 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 properties of Old Vic Cartoons in the 1940s. He he started this network only based on 24 hours of cartoons, classic cartoons. No expectation of live actions. And it's really weird how this shit started started basically. And I understand how um, Ashman, we see he's gonna be the new. I think it was the new. He's gonna be the new president for Cartoon Network, as like I mentioned before. It's just that I understand that it's a good strategy to bring more girls into the network, into Cartoon Network. And he has a realization of oh, then girls are gonna go back to animation once they become ring adults. I'm pretty sure we have a couple examples of girls actually coming back to animation as young adults. We have like Rebecca Sugar, uh, Darren F. C. Dana, Dana something I forgot her name, last name. I just know the three of them. They basically they're just grown up girls loving car- animation basically to the point where they actually became creators. That could be like a good example of them. Watching cartoons as a kid, and they grow back loving cartoons as young adults. But I don't see the problem with that, honestly. I mean, I, I'm still loving cartoons. I'm a young adult, honestly. I still love, I still watching them. They have dynamic fucking stories. A few of them. But the thing is, is that you're willing to do that, but breaking the boundaries of what your what your network is, cartoon network. If it's still on cartoons. And I just don't want to have them to have the same mistake as what they did last time. But at this point in time, all I can say is, in televised, they're not really good. They're not doing good so far in ratings and television. I know producing more episodes, and that's just um, that's just my opinion on this thing. Because look, that animation. You can do a lot of things as well I actually can't do, basically. As one of the perks. And... I don't know what's gonna happen to this network, honestly. I mean, yes, they have HBO Max. And I'm glad they're probably emphasizing a bit more on HBO Max. I mean, they still have the Cartoon Network app. But... I don't think they're really heavilitizing... Um... That than over their predecessor of HBO Max, basically. It's something that's very brags my mind how history is history right now is slowly repeating itself, and they and at this point in time, they never they're not gonna learn their lesson. However, this is a new this is a new fucking person who's gonna be the president of the Cartoon Network. I think I, if I can remember, I think he was I think at the time before he gonna become. The president of Cartoon Network. I think he was working with uh, Freeform, the one that used to be ABC Family, but now Freeform. Feel like young adults content or whatever. And what I just want to say is, is that um, whatever happens, I'm pre- hopefully he has a bold, bold, st- bold statement, or he has something that could really change the ties with Cartoon Network because. If he wants to do this, if he knows what he's doing, go ahead. Go ahead. But all I could say is you're taking a big, big risk. 
of introducing live action in a cartoon, in a cartoon, cartoon heavily program. You're taking a big risk. But like I mentioned before, I'm pretty sure kids nowadays don't even watch Cartoon Network. No, but what, what, what they do is the show is just that they don't watch the, they don't watch it on TV basically. I'm pretty sure they just watch YouTube or, or, or whatever they watch their own content basically. But mostly has to be on YouTube basically. And at this point in time, you know, they just use the internet for their own entertainment basically instead of just looking at networks. I mean, I know. They probably they probably mostly use the Cartoon Network app to watch their own shows, but at the same time, kids don't even watch television anymore nowadays. And people should know this right now, honestly. But it's a sad thing, but hey, it's something that we slowly evolves basically. I mean, with this live action stuff, I don't know if it's gonna be a dark time. I'm pretty sure it will be or not for Cartoon Network again. But if it has the same effects of the of the previous incident with their 2008 live action era I don't know what the heck they're thinking at the time but we just have to wait and see what's gonna happen basically because this is just new we hardly have any information about this family mashup announcement I mean it's, it's basically is created by the same person who created Hannah Montana um nothing much there I mean okay but that's all you have so far. Hopefully, this person knows what he's doing, and we just have to wait and see what's gonna happen with this new live action stuff, basically, with Cartoon Network. If they could introduce it for the first time, this is gonna be a, f- a first show they get introduced in live action, basically. And I don't know what's gonna happen, basically, with this whole stuff they're introducing. And it's just the most weirdest thing I ever, ever experienced, basically. It's how they're moving into live action, and now they're just saying you know what let's just put it right there we just don't even care about their own content basically and you just just do them stuff any any other way basically and that's the thing i do not like but it's up to the networks of what they see it i'm not a i'm not a ceo i'm not a producer but you just have to wait and see what's gonna happen now our next latest news comes from Deadline.com that Looney Tunes cartoon EP um, or producer Pet Browngert or Browngerd, I'll just call him Pete, strikes overall a deal with Warner Brothers Animation and Cartoon Network Studios by um, by having them to team up to sign to the first joint overall deal with Pete, the second producer of HBO Max's Looney Tunes cartoon, meaning that he will be simultaneously working projects with both networks. The deal will allow Brown, will allow Pete, who created Cartoon Network's Uncle Grandpa and Sigma Man for Awesome, to develop and produce animated program programming at both Warner Warner Media owned studios. For the multi year agreement, is the first joint deal between the companies. It will allow Brown Brownit or Pete flexibly across both companies, characters and franchises liberties, and give him the opportunity to pursue projects intended with both kids and adult audiences across Warner Media platforms and third-party networks and stream with both Pete's other credits including Cartoon Network Show, including Chowder, Marvelous Mr. Finch the Flapjack, and Richard Time as he started his own career working on Futurama. Now Sam Register, the president of Warner Brothers 
Monroe's animation in Cartoon Network Studios said that this inaugural cross-studio deal is one example of how we intend to meet the growing demand for animated content by being innovated in not in not just just our storytelling but all but other pro- opportunities we provided to our creative and our industries. It was a small task to bring Looney Tunes back to our classic shorts and Pete knocked it out of the park with the Looney Tunes cartoons. He is one of the one of our most prolific producers and will love of the art of the animation. The fuels his bold imaginative ideas. I'm thrilled that he will continue to creating at Warner Bros animation and ex- and excited to see how he brings the same passion to Cartoon Studios. Now, let me give you my opinion on this. With Pete, um, like the article mentioned before, he only worked on he created Uncle Grandpa and Secret Man for Awesome. If you guys don't remember those shows, I kind of do, and uh, not gonna lie, those shows are very weird. But not as weird, but like very odd. To see like weird creations, and I don't know what the heck is wrong with this dude's mind. Because let me be honest with you, I never really liked those shows. I just found them grotesque and out of random, basically, and it's just the way how it how it seems, basically. And I really don't like it how random that time period was, and that's really random, basically. But all I could tell you is, is that um. I mean, if he's doing good on the Looney Tunes cartoons, I see a few of them, and they're not that bad. If he's doing progress on that, then I guess he could have them work on more content for both studios. I mean, for me, I don't know about this dude. He doesn't really seem to um, have my interest in making animated content. But, if he, but I mean, he worked on Looney Tunes cartoons, and... He loved it. I mean, they loved it. And I guess you could hire him, basically. I mean... The thing that's interesting is that... Is that you hired... A creator... Of two shows that has previously in the past. And you decided to... Hey... You'd make something that's very successful. We're gonna have you... Officially... Make more content for us. <laughs> I don't know how long, probably like a long period of time, basically, for both networks. I mean, that would be a, that would be like a big promotion for all cart- for our cartoon creators if they if the networks do that. That's a big promotion. I mean, dude got lucky, honestly, and he he just made it to the big time, basically. And it's 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 an interesting way how you can able to experiment, see how creators go far along to see how they successfully make their fucking cartoons basically and that should be a good thing to have creators um be promoted making multiple content ideas from different studios i mean for different networks apart basically but at the same time sometimes creators leave because there's going to be other creators coming in and make your own cartoons basically it's like how the cycle goes they they rarely have creators coming back and making other shows and content but at the same time you gotta have space for other new people to make other new shows, basically. And that's how the way it goes, honestly. And then you have to move on. That's how the industry works. But with this type of new thing that they're doing, I'm interested, basically. I'm interested to see what's gonna happen, basically. If 
if this, if this new deal is going to work, if this is going to be for all creators to do, they have their shows successfully within the network on the content they're making, that's good. I just want to I want to see how this thing is going to flow. Basically, it'll, it'll maybe it'll maybe change the tides for the animation industry, how they see creators. But I don't know if it's going to be drastically. But all I can say is, is that it seems like a new promotion. What they gave him, and I'm pretty sure they're gonna have an example to see what how this is gonna flow, how this is gonna go in the long run. Because, because at this point in time, Warner Media has their it has their hands full with HBO Max, basically, and they and they're making a lot of original content to put in the team service in order to compete with um, Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu, and they're putting everything as a whole, basically, and. They need more and more original content for the streaming services. They're not gonna just gonna have it like, like, oh, like, own properties. They they need something fresh and new to make new properties and have people's invested, basically, and make it more profit, basically. And that's the way how they see it now. That you know what they're basically saying. You know what? We have the streaming services. The only this streaming service we have is just made up of properties we used to own, basically. How about this? We make our own, make more content in there to have people invested in our, in our service. And then, and not gonna lie, this is for all streaming services. This is for all of them, basically. Make content to have people invested into it, especially having it to make it like a good trailer, basically. And that's that's the thing, basically. That's the thing. And that's something that I don't mind, but I don't know about this guy. I mean, if if he, if he did go on the Looney Tunes cartoon, then okay, I guess he could be more content. But you just have an odd imagination from those two shows he made, like Secret Man for Awesome and Uncle Grandpa. Like, what the hell? I don't know about this dude. He seems he seems very unusual, basically, but. I don't know about him, basically. It's kind of odd. Not gonna lie. But but don't judge a book by its cover, basically. I don't know the guy. I don't know his mind. I don't know his imagination. But we just have to wait and see what kind of content he's gonna make, basically. Because what I could tell so far, he seems to be interested in more cartoony stuff, basically. More cartoony stuff. Like he, not the seriousness stuff, basically. But I could see how he is, basically. But things change but we just have to wait and see how this new ordeal is going to do and follow suit now our last story for today comes from collider.com that pixar's latest upcoming film luca to skip the u.s theaters and debut exclusively on disney plus and no extra cost or no i mean and no extra charge either way disney has announced that Pixar's next movie, Luca, will skip the U.S. theaters, premieres exclusively on DC Plus on June 18th. While vaccinations are on the rise in America, Disney clearly anticipates that, that the domestic box office will take a few more months to recover, which explains why it would push back the release of Marvel's Black Widow to July on Tuesday. Disney could release the Luca in theaters, which Disney has simultaneously put the opted for the following release of the mod of the module of this Pixar Soul, 
which debuted on exclusively on Disney Plus in December and no extra charge as a Christmas gift. A source of subscribers who have been have been patient for the streaming streaming services push for original content. In international markets where Disney Plus is not available, Luca will be released theoretically, with premiere dates to be announced soon. Pixar's latest animated feature is to sit on the sit on the Italian Riviera, followed by two best friends, Luca and Alberto, who shares an unusual secret. Whenever they come into contact with water, it's revealed that they are actually sea creatures who could take on human forms when on land. Surprised that Disney would leave money on the table by not releasing Luca on theaters or, ha- or hiding it behind Premier Access paywalls on Disney Plus, it's clear that the company is focused on building a subscriber base for its prized stream for its prized streaming services. And for one, plan to take advantages on Disney's generosity and will def- definitely check out Luca's this summer from the comfort of my own home base. There is a growing trend. What I could tell is that um, I wouldn't say that, but it's understandable that um, uh, that they're releasing content on their streaming services down theaters because of COVID, basically. That's a good reason. All right, do your thing, basically. There are some theories that people are making that oh, Disney's not gonna have um, they're not gonna have to deal with um, movie theaters anymore. They seem as non-profitables, and now they're gonna move they're gonna move the whole content on on uh, on the um, Disney Plus basically because they seem as more accessible than just going to movie theaters. I could see their strategy to that, but there has been. Speculations that they might boost up the price from six ninety nine to seven ninety nine, basically, at an extra one dollar, and that could be a thing. That would happen. I'm pretty sure that it will happen since it's, it's going to be popular. But what I could say is, is that I mean, I don't think that might be the end for movie theaters. I mean, I know, I because for the past two weeks. I've been seeing commercials that they already um uh, they already announced they're having their mo- their movies going to theaters again basically, since particularly in my area, my area and my uh, my state basically because everyone's getting vaccinated, people are social distancing, the coronavirus is uh, particularly here slowly slowly dying down, and patient people are thinking that it's a good time to open up the theaters basically, as long as you follow the COVID restrictions. I mean, it's good, but make sure you just be very cautious of what you're doing. We're going to the movie theaters. Make sure you just sanitize whatever you can. Try not to get infected or whatever. Social distance, wear a mask. But the thing I want to brought up is that... I mean, will Disney just going to be exclusively for just streaming services and not distribute in movie theaters? Ah... Again, that not be be the case of that. I mean, they already said that they are aware that not all countries have Disney Plus, so they will be releasing this on on movie theaters in those regional countries. And I'm pretty sure they're not going all in, but 
this is who's in the US having Disney Plus? I mean, that seems a bit early of a head start because I know people brought it up with, oh, they just released two, move, two movies to go see on DC Plus, like the Mulan live action and Soul. Well, yeah, it's because it was the time where COVID 19's, um, COVID 19 was on a high rise and at the time, people weren't even vac- the vaccine. With well, the vaccine still in development state, just hasn't been distributed yet, and it's still, and it was at the time still on the rise. But it might be a too. All I can say is that might be a too far fetched to be as a fact that this is moving all into to the streaming services. But what I can tell you is, is that I'm pretty sure. The, I'm pretty sure once movie theaters are fully accessible accessible or accessible fully opened like for all the public about the guidelines I'm pretty sure DC is going to come back and have their movies distributed on theaters basically and that could be the case basically I mean we just have to wait and see what's going to happen with this stuff I mean I have Disney Plus I hardly watched anything on DC Plus aside from The Mandalorian and uh, Amphibia. Not gonna lie, I'm pretty excited for the upcoming season. Not gonna lie. But at the same time, yet just wait and see what's gonna happen. I know they gotta raise the price and the obnoxious um, watch this movie if you, if for the premium, excuse me, on the premium edition. Pay 30 bucks to see this one movie. Nah, nah, I'm not doing that. But it's a good thing they didn't do that with Luca and Soul. Because, what the heck? I'm not paying extra services to watch a movie. Like they did with Milan. And I heard that, that movie did, like, I'm not gonna lie. I heard they did quite mediocre with that movie, basically. And to me, I don't really care for that movie. But I prefer the, I prefer the animated version instead of the live action one. Because, I don't know what's with, what's with me, but... I believe the animated version of Milan is much better than the live-action one because animation has something very more unique than just its live-action counterparts. It's just on me. But overall, we just have to wait and see what's going to happen because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure just going to call back to movie theaters. It's, it's, it's going to be pop, 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 um, um, popular, basically. Another thing I want to mention is that um, is that theaters. Showing movies on theaters is not entirely dead, cause um, I'm not sure that's gonna be for all states or all countries are doing this. Is that um, I know that um, they're showing movies at a uh, at drive-ins. Basically, if you don't know what a drive-in is, is that basically you basically you go to a screening exclusively in your car. Basically, think think about going to movie theaters, but you're sitting at your car. It's basically what a drive-in is. It was really popular back in the... I know I'm very young to know this, but I know like a few teachers told me that uh, it was popular during the 50s and the 80s a little bit, basically. And and apparently they're bringing it back, honestly, during the pandemic, which I don't mind. This is kind of a genius move to bring something that, it's, that, seems, that seems very safe during the pandemic, having a drive-in. Because basically... You just have all your family members or your loved ones or whatever into the car 
and watch a movie theater together without having other people bumping each other with the theaters. I say that's a genius idea. How obnoxious movie theaters are. Aside from the pandemic, is how like you see kids crying, screaming. You have that one. You have you know that one person that always talks in their phone. During the movie, during the screening, they have this other guy who keeps explaining the plot. Like, oh, look, this, look, this, this, this dude is just gonna, just gonna do something to that dude, or this dude is just gonna kill that dude, or whatever. Like, what the heck? Don't explain to me that. I just want to watch the movie, unless that person asks what's going on. Basically, then that's reasonable. They have this one guy, and I'm meeting this one guy, or girl, whatever. This one person, I'm not sure if you guys witnessed this, but I witnessed like three times. This one person who literally brought in a laser pointer and points to the screen and just waves it like a circle. Like, okay, we get it. We get it. You want you want attention. We don't care. We want to watch the movie. That happens to me a couple times when I see a, a laser pointer on the screen and it's just making circles, having people with a little bit of distraction. It's like, what the heck? We don't care. Let us watch the movie. We don't care about your about you having a laser pointer on a screen stop that what the heck we just want to watch the movie that could be other reasons why we could have drive-ins coming back basically I mean not gonna lie I always want to go to a, I always want to go on a drive-in basically and just watch the movies from the car basically it seems pretty fun anyway basically you don't have to like pay extra for for popcorn or food or cooking um, other snacks or whatever you can just bring your own snacks in your car or your own food think of watching a, think of watching a big screen movie while eating I don't know takeout McDonald's Popeyes or whatever and you can just watch a movie till then then your loved ones basically sounds pretty fun now that's it for today's news everyone hope you can like today's Episode make you guys follow follow or subscribe to our podcast if you guys want to hear more information about like this. I usually do this every Saturday and Sunday for for more for more news such as like this as well. Make sure you guys follow our official Twitter account, which is animation ninety ten. That's animation ninety ten for more updates on the podcast. Everything happens. So this is Animation Nation. I am your host Prime Time here. Hopefully, get to see you guys on next weekend. So have a wonderful day and stay safe. Goodbye.